Hi guys, here I am jumping on the podcast train just like everyone else in 2021. I've been wanting to do this for so long, but I was a little bit scared that I didn't have anything to say or that no one would care what I have to say, but that's wrong. So here I am. I'm Sarah, if you know me. Hey, besties. If you don't know me, we are going to be besties soon. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and start telling you a little bit about who I am and why I'm doing this podcast. I'm a 21-year-old from Kansas City. I'm a junior at the University of Kansas. I'm studying journalism with a minor in sociology. I love talking. I'm very extroverted and type A and can't wait to talk about the horrific and amazing things that life throws our way. I like to think I'm spontaneous and fun, yet I'm very responsible and down to earth. Whether we are talking about handling stress, burnout, FOMO, getting a real career, living in the middle of America, or just pop culture, I like to think I have some good advice and perspective. Gen Zs tend to get this really bad rep when in reality we're the most caring and conscious generation yet. I feel like there's this huge disconnect between us and, say, boomers. Well, unless you're me and you were raised by two boomers. I have two brothers in their 30s, and you know what that means. They're millennials. Anyways, back to the Gen Z thing. I feel like Gen Z gets this weird hate for being the, quote, iPad kids and the iPhone generation, but we're the coolest, so I'm past being embarrassed, I'm accepting it, and hence the name. Maybe I'm proud to be a Gen Z. I think I'm going to go ahead and just start talking about my college experience because it's definitely been a roller coaster, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way. So here we go. When I think about my college experience thus far, I think it's really important to remember that none of it has really been normal. I mean, I had one semester freshman year of a normal college experience, And then the pandemic kind of took that all away from us and we were forced to move out of our dorms and go home. Um, But, I mean, it's hard to feel like we haven't been robbed of something that is so important and something that everyone hypes up for so many years of our lives. And that is really hard. And I feel like a lot of people have struggled to feel like why am I even here? Like, why am I going to school? And why am I paying so much money to go to a school when I'm not getting the full experience when I'm not getting in person classes? And it's important to feel grateful for that experience and to remember that maybe it is all worth it. But it's okay to also feel like this isn't fair. And that this isn't the way that anything was supposed to go, especially after being told for so many years leading up to it that these were going to be the best years of your life. You were going to have so much fun and make so many memories and then only to get here and 
kind of have to be stuck in your house for two years of it. And that's something hard that we've had to kind of just live with and power through. And so this semester is my first semester back in class since first semester freshman year, which is literally insane. I'm a first semester junior and there's only so much time left and I missed out on so much. I feel like I basically didn't learn anything all of sophomore year. And granted, I am in a major that is relatively possible to do online. It still didn't teach me and didn't show me enough of what I expected to learn. And as expensive as college is, it doesn't feel fair to charge students of, say, out-of-state tuition if we're just going to be sitting in our 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 houses all day um but on another hand I do recognize the privilege I do have to be not sick during this time and to be able to go out but it just sucks to have your hopes set so high on something that really hasn't worked out and probably won't until you know you're already graduated Okay, I don't want to get too Karen Boomer on that subject, but I just wanted to reiterate the struggles of being a college kid and really caring about the pandemic, but also just wanting to have a normal education and wanting to have a normal college experience with all the that entails, whether that's student life or Greek life or whatever that is for you. Okay, now we're going to move on to something a little lighter, more lighthearted vibes in the chat. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people did get cats during the pandemic. And when I tell you that this cat I got during the pandemic has the tightest chokehold around me, It should literally be illegal. I am obsessed with this woman. She is my pride and my joy. (laughs) I love her so much. I can't even take it. Seriously, I probably annoy everyone because I post her on my Instagram story every single day. And the only people that care are my mom and... Well, just my mom, probably. She sends hard eyes to every single cat photo I post. So you need to find someone that matches that energy. (laughs) But on a really real note, I can barely leave her for more than like three hours without feeling this immense guilt. And it's not like she cares if I'm there. Like she loves when I'm here. But it's not like she's a dog and she needs me to, like, walk her and take her outside. She just doesn't care about all that. But if I'm here, she will certainly be laying on my chest the whole time. But I made up this whole thing in my head that I can't leave her. And it 
it's really a it's kind of hard on me like I feel so guilty all the time when I leave and I know I shouldn't like she literally does not care but here I am the point of all of that was to say that in January I moved out of a house that I was living with with some other people I won't get into all of that right now But I moved out in January and now I live by myself. And at first it was horrifying. Like I could not sleep every single night. And like I would just lay in my bed and I would hear these quiet noises. And even though it was like a leaf outside, it would keep me up all night because I was so scared that someone was going to come in my apartment or was like looking at my windows or was planning to like rob me and it was the weirdest thing like obviously I'd never lived alone before January and it was such a big adjustment and then I got this cat and I suddenly was sleeping through the night and she would just she wouldn't even do anything like she would just be laying at the end of my bed but the security she made me feel for some reason like changed my whole life and uh, I just love it I think it's so cute because that subconscious somehow she made me just feel so much more comfortable so long story short I do live alone and I love it so much it was definitely an adjustment but I would recommend it to literally everyone Especially when you risk having these psychotic roommates or getting in these really bad living situations. I literally don't ever want to have roommates again after living by myself because I am so organized in type A and I have to have everything exactly how I want it and everything decorated exactly how I want it or I literally can't function in the space. But that's a whole nother thing that's definitely not normal. Like sometimes I literally can't think about anything else if there's something on the floor. But that's beside the point. Um, I highly recommend living on your own. It's such a good way to be independent and to grow and to get to know yourself and what you like. And I also just feel more prepared for life because I've lived by myself and I feel comfortable with myself and being by myself. At first, it was super lonely and I felt like I was losing all my friends because I lived alone. But if you just surround yourself with people and don't let yourself isolate yourself, which I mean... I can never do that because I am so extroverted that I would never even like let myself be alone for too long or I'd be miserable. But you just kind of have to like tell yourself just because you live alone doesn't mean you're alone. It's definitely crazy um, to think about how much I think I've grown since I've started living alone and even just small things like I I enjoy going to the grocery store and I really like cooking and I love spending time 
in my apartment by myself. And I've always been someone who struggled with being alone because I felt like I constantly needed to be with someone or I was just bored and I was sad when I was by myself. But I've learned to really enjoy being by myself, which is something I'm not really even coming to terms with until right now at this moment when I'm telling you. But maybe that's the joy of having a podcast because you can just learn things about yourself when you're talking about it. Long story short, the moral of the story is to live by yourself because you will grow and it'll teach you a lot about being an adult and being by yourself and not being codependent on someone. I'm sure you could kind of get the gist from my last story about living alone, but I'm the type of person who it literally pains me to not be around people. And my cousin actually taught me this when I was like pretty young, but I think it's a really great way to decipher whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And she would always say, if when you go out at the beginning of the day, your backpack is full and every time someone talks to you, it takes a little bit out of your backpack, then you're an introvert. If you leave the house in the morning with an empty backpack and every time you talk to someone, it fills your backpack, then obviously you're an extrovert. But all of that to say that I am extremely extroverted and I think that's why my major is kind of so perfect for me and I think it's kind of why I chose the major I did is because I just want to be able to talk to people like I want my whole life to always be surrounded by having to talk to people and having to have relationships with people but also it is so important not to put so much pressure on your major and just take classes that you want to take. And I mean, obviously, don't just take so many classes that you never graduate. Um, but just start out by enjoying it. It's There's so much pressure around figuring out your major and having to do exactly what you majored in after school. And that's just so stupid. We already are paying so much to get this education. And it doesn't even really matter what the major is. It's such a scam. Don't get me started on higher education being a scam. Because half the people that go to college don't want to be there but they just have to go because what's the other option if they want a certain job especially when tuition can like ruin your life after school and you can be just swimming in debt for years and years and years and professors are terrible and teach you nothing and it's a waste of your tuition dollars and you're just stressed out and learning stuff for no reason. Or just not learning stuff altogether because the professor is that bad. But you have to go to get the grades, to get the job. 
It is such a horrible cycle. But here we are going to college, living the dream. Okay, let's get back on topic. I'm sure another thing you're picking up on is my crippling anxiety. Um, That's been a journey through the pandemic, especially with being home all the time and not knowing what's going to happen or how everything is going to work out. I just feel like I had a bit too much time on my hands. And with school picking back up and me getting a job, everything has been a lot better But when I first moved in, that was definitely, like, the worst anxiety I've had in a really long time. When it comes to kind of, like, managing my anxiety, I used to do a lot of guided meditation. But it was just really hard for me to force myself to do it. I wasn't really inspired to do it. And I kind of just, like, had to literally force myself Or I would do it when I could not sleep and it was the only other option. I also would take a lot of melatonin just to be able to sleep in the night. Which made me have like raging nightmares. So I stopped taking it. But one thing that I found myself doing a lot more is tuning everything out by watching TikTok (laughs) and I'm sure that's not like unheard of and it's actually super common but dude if I just don't want to have thoughts in my head I just scroll on that stuff I scroll so hard through those for some reason I'm on like mom talk and it's just all these mom, well, specifically, it's Maya Knight with her two twin daughters. She's like 23 and she is just killing the game. And I find it so interesting. Like, I just watch her be a mom. <laughs> um, but also, like, Emily Mariko, obviously, is the new hot internet TikTok craze. And watching her do her little farmer's market hauls is the only therapy I need, frankly, but for real. I also have like a comfort show. Right now it's Chicago Med. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but it's awful and horrible in every single way, but you don't really need to pay attention and there's just really no thoughts to have. It's just vibes. Um, So that's a great way to just not think about what's stressing you out because you know there comes a point where you can't do anything about it so you're just feeling this way for it's just stressing you out more and there's just no reason to do that to yourself so you just got to turn on the Chicago med and drain out all the the anxiety if there's one thing Gen Z is good at it's it's being honest on the internet it is the full-blown truth and the no-filtered approach on every kind of social media. We do not hold back. It's actually so awesome. Like, it's such a great way to spread awareness of, like, mental health and mental, like, illnesses 
because everyone is just so open about it. And I think that's so cool. And obviously, a lot of things are still stigmatized and there's a lot of problems with not being honest about your mental health. But Gen Z does not mess around. We get stuff done, ladies and gentlemen. We get stuff done. If you're still here after all that rambling, I am literally so blessed to have you. Um, I have had so much fun and I can't wait for more. Um, this was kind of a sneak preview. I feel like I rambled a lot, but this is my podcast, so I will do it as I please. Thank you so much for listening. You can expect a lot more from me and a lot more advice, a lot more stories. Oh, it's going to be never ending. You are simply not ready for the chaos. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day or night or morning. Um, I love you so much. Bye. Talk to you soon.